Hello foodies. Welcome to the Breaking Bread Podcast. The foodie podcast presented by food obsessed mates Liam, that's me, and Carl, that's me. Join us as we aim to peel back the curtain and give food lovers like us a real insight into what makes the hospitality industry so fantastic. Our fortnightly episodes will bring interviews with people from all over the industry. And Liam and I will discuss everything food related from reviewing places we've ate to chatting about recipes we're experimenting with at home we hope you enjoy listening to our chats as much as we enjoy recording them since we were chatting about um chatting to ben i've been i'm kind of thinking loads about uh getting your man on other one he was on about yeah 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 just i think it would work like just yeah yeah I'd, i'd be up for that same sound did you know that it is like he really hates the word foodie as well yeah it's not a great word, is it? I think I'd call the episode Foodie, Foodie, Foodie. <laughs> <laughs> or Birmingham's the more foodie. <laughs> Just the one you want. Foodies. Only if I brought it, like, I'd have to bring it up in the interview, like, or else it wouldn't be funny. But, like, I'd, I'd never ever describe myself as a foodie. I have. And no. I've described us as foodies. Yeah, I can see why, but it's just. It's, a, it's not a great word, is it? I quite like it. No, but when you think of it in your head, when you think. Foodie, you just think, oh, no, that tosser. <laughs> Are you thinking of one person in particular, are you? Some people. No, he just like, he brings together like, um, like, not a tosser, but just like a really like snobby. Yeah, it's a bit middle class. Yeah, yeah, a bit Tory for me. So we'll get kind of started on this episode. Yeah, so. Well, we've got our intro covered. Block done that one. Black. Yeah, we did it. So it covers every show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, yeah. Have you listened to it now? No, no, I'm scared to listen like, to the intro. Right, well, I liked it. <laughs> it I did, did right. like it. What have you been cooking? What I've been cooking. What haven't I been Actually, I haven't been cooking that much. Trying to lose some weight at the moment on the old Slimming World. Not actually doing Slimming World, just taking the recipes off the website and <laughs> cooking them. Oh, yeah. Any good? They're all right. They're not. Some are good. There's a pepper pot curry that's really good. Pepper pig curry? Pepper pot. Peppa Pig. <laughs> Sounds better than what it is. No, it's, it, I've changed it a lot, to be fair. But I've kept sort of the healthy elements. I've only added spices and stuff that doesn't have calories. Yeah. But now, yesterday, because my mum's not here next week, I had her over for dinner on Sunday and I cooked beef wellington for her, which I've done videos and pictures and there'll be stuff on the um, Instagram about this. But beef wellington, the first one I've ever cooked, and dolphin white potatoes with it as well, which I've done a few times before. Yeah, the picture looked wicked. Yeah, oh, mate, it was unbelievable. Really, really good. A lot of work, though. Like, a lot of effort. Yeah. You cooked that for your mum? Yeah, yeah. For my my mother-in-law's asking me for the same thing, but You've got to do it medium or at least well, well done. done for her. Yeah. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Yours looks perfect, but you're nervous, like... Yeah, cutting into it. Like I'd got, I've got know, a meat You can't check, can you? No, yeah, I've got a meat from it. I'd plugged it, plugged it in, put it into the middle of it, and I was like, all right, that's sort of, it got to like 50 to 55 is rare. 
once it's been rested. And it was about 55, and I was like, right, that's fine for me. But my mum won't eat it rare, so I just gave her the end bit. Oh, and luckily, that was more brown anyway, so she was proper loving it. Easily one of the best things. That's I've a good cooked. idea, actually. Never thought of doing that. Yeah, me and my dad had the middle bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum had the end. It must be hard to stop the pastry from catching while you're. Um, well, luckily, like, like well, I know we're coming onto it later, but we had um, an interview a couple of weeks ago with Ben Taylor from Little Blackwood. Yeah, it was a good chat. And I already know I was cooking it, so um, got a couple of tips off him. So big shout out to him and great tips, really. Well, what really did he helped. say? The main one that helped a lot was to get the moisture out of the mushrooms completely, so they're just completely dry. No soggy bottom. There was a bit of a soggy bottom. Oh, I see. But I can't. I don't see how else I could have Did you avoided hit the, that. Uh, he told you to hit the... Yeah, he said yeah. make sure the tray gets really hot as well. And the tray was... I think it's because I had a lot in the oven. I had the dolphin white potatoes in the oven and the Connie Gray's carrots, uh, probably. But it wasn't... Like, it didn't detract from it. It was still really, really good. Yeah. It wasn't that soggy. It wasn't like a 40-year-old at a Palo Notili concert. <laughs> if, in fairness, I wouldn't mind that, though. Yeah, it's sogging. It's not the Palinutini concept. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. If the bottom of the pastry was soggy with all the juice coming from the beef, like that, that'd be some good pastry. It was. It was really good. And it was good today when I made it into a sandwich, which again, I deconstructed it and reconstructed it for the benefits of a sandwich <laughs> with the leftovers. So you're just saying about how much you hate the word food here, and now you've just used deconstructed and reconstructed when talking about a beef sandwich. I don't know how to describe it, to be honest. <laughs> But no, that was really good. That's probably the most impressive and hardest thing I've cooked. I've always, I've, I've never had it. I've never had beef Wellington. And it's one of the things I've been thinking for years and years. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. And I'd never got around to it. Because to be fair, like, the meat cost a fortune. It was £45 for the fillet of beef that it's I had to get. It's a big old fillet of beef, yeah. That's what I mean. That's what's put me off it in the past. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Just get it. It's fine. It's a lot of effort as well by the looks of it. I've never had it either. But... Um, it's not hard it's just a lot of process and you have to keep letting the meat cool down in different sets different times you have to let it cool down and put it in the fridge and or the freezer to get it to keep its shape and harden a bit yes but it was the gordon ramsay recipe i followed and that was it was easy to follow i'd wrote it all out separately because i don't like cooking off my phone or the ipad it doesn't work that well so i wrote it all down plus if i write it all down it's the same as school you tend to remember it a bit better so yeah, that helped. But it was absolutely spot on. It's a good idea, that is, actually. I'd <laughs> nowhere near on the same kind of level. <laughs> <laughs> you had some good beans on toast yesterday. <laughs> I had some uh, bananas that were going in the bin, so I thought, you know what, I'm obsessed with banana bread at the minute, so I'm going to oh, make myself man. some banana bread. I need to have a word with Siobhan. She's making she me keep banana, banana bread. No, she hasn't cooked oh. it yet. She wants me to... She's told me I'm not allowed to touch the bananas I bought because she wants them to go off and make them into banana bread. Yeah, these were black, like they were going straight for the bin, and I just said, just keep them there, <laughs> and I, I'll sort something with them. So, yeah, so I, I started making it, and then realised I didn't have a, a uh, bread tin. <laughs> 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 so I had to put it in one of them circle scontins that I make soda bread in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got the recipe off BBC Good Food. Yeah, I use that site a lot. I've used it quite a lot as well, but it's like you said, I kind of wished I'd wrote it out because... My hands were like covered in banana and flour, milk, and the next thing you know, I'm trying to scroll scroll through my phone, and yeah, it was proper annoying. So. Yeah, that's that's why I got into writing it down. One, I remember it better. Two, it's I can just glance over, and I've got the recipe book holder that Sean got me, so I just put it in there, and it's there. Wrote I all right down in front of me. Stories I got 
a bit of jealousy about that. But yeah, it's really good. You know, I'd never thought of getting one ever, and then Swan got it me that one. She bought me them classic cookbooks, and it was brilliant. Use it all the time. Sorry about. As you probably hear, I'm a bit bunged up. We got the uh, dreaded man flu. Yeah, you better not passing on, man. I'll survive. I'm all right. You know, that's men are like. Yeah, I'm shit with that. I hate colds. Really bad with them. <laughs> I feel really sorry for myself all the time, and it really annoys me. I'll just get it into my head that I'm allowed to eat whatever I want when I've got a cold. <laughs> Same as that. Despite the fact I found it tasty, I'm thinking, well, that means I've got to eat like really strong flavored stuff. So like chocolate, kebabs. <laughs> it's, like, it's not going to help me get better. Yes, yeah, so we were talking before I had to do that about uh, you, you got some classic cookbooks to go with your stand. We were chatting to Ben about his uh, little, he recommended some good books, didn't he? Yeah, he really, he got some out as well and showed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps by the kitchen ready. Yeah, cool. What a cool dude. Like, was... That interview, that was brilliant. Really mm. nice fella. Do you, what, what surprised me the most about speaking to him is the lengths he goes to for his customers. Yeah, crazy. So it's fairly obvious from tasting the food that he puts a lot of care and effort into where he sources it and how it tastes. But you don't see anywhere on the website how much he actually cares about the people in the restaurant and the lengths he's gone to. Some of the stories he mentioned off sort of camera were unreal. Don't mind a bit of noise like that, to be honest. It's kind of... It's real. It's real, authentic. Real, authentic. That's the, that's the buzz, playing. buzz social media work for 2019, <laughs> authentic. Oh, God. And uh, don't get me started how much time I use on looking at social media things no. now. But we didn't go into it too much on the actual interview that we recorded, but off mic, he was telling us some stories about things he's done for customers, and I'm so impressed. We were there for a good half an hour afterwards, just chatting to him. Yeah, and before, yeah, really nice fella. Like, I loved yeah. the restaurant before, and I was desperate to go. Went, loved it. Now I'm just like even more in awe of the place, to be honest. Yeah, I'm mad to get back there, to be honest. Yeah, I want to do the Sunday lunch, and I want to do the tasting menu on a Saturday night now. Yeah, uh, anything else you've cooked? You had your uh, beef, your fillet of beef. Oh, yeah, I put that on the Instagram, yeah, trying to eat healthy. Yeah. It sounds like all I eat is fillet steak. I'm not loaded in any way, shape, <laughs> or form. But... It's just, it's a lean cut of beef, isn't it? I suppose. It tastes yeah. nice. If I'm you're going to eat healthy, you might as well eat something nice. I don't know if I said this before, but I'm not a fan of fillet. Nah. I'd... It's my least favourite beef. And it's the only one Sean I'll eat, so if I do it, I've got to get fillet. Yeah, it's Maria's favourite as well. Plus the Morrison shop comes off her account, so I ain't bothered, I'll order whatever she wants. But I think it's fairly standard. Like When I go to the butcher, if I have steak, I say, uh, I'll get a fillet. And then I'll say a ribeye, and then he'll yeah, throw the fillet on the st- scales and say, for the wife, and then he'll throw the ribeye on and say, for you. <laughs> yeah, I've got to admit, I prefer if I'm cooking steak at home, I prefer ribeye. Ribeye's a bit fattier, though, so it's not as good Oh, for ribeye's you. the king, man. That's why it's the best. <laughs> it's the king of steak, 100%. I love it. On yeah, the summer, on the barbecue, whack it on the barbecue. Mm, I told yeah. you before, I go to the butcher, and it, sometimes it, it gets to the part where, you know, because he's cutting the steaks off a joint, it's not like all pre-cut, obviously, to the customer's preference. And that sometimes it gets to the end of it, and it's probably too small to cut, but too big to yeah, sell to, like, yeah, yeah. your normal person. So he'll wait for me to come in on a Saturday, and he'll say, uh, I've got something special for you if you fancy it. And he'll pull out this massive um, ribeye. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, it's happened a few times, and I just whacked it on the barbecue. Just just at that with uh, some, like, green beans or some uh, asparagus. On the, it's nice on the uh, barbecue, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because I did a um, last summer, because my brother's vegetarian, I had to do a vegetarian barbecue. And I thought, oh, yeah. you know what, fuck it. I'm going balls deep. It's going to be 100% vegetarian. 
And um, yeah, asparagus was went on there. Yeah, asparagus yeah, is really good. Asparagus on there. That was good though. The best thing I cooked, which genuinely was nearly as good as most burgers I've had, was like a mushroom portobello mushroom doused in like garlic butter, and then um, like barbecued halloumi on it as well. Doused anything in butter, it's gonna. <laughs> matter. So garlic butter, halloumi, and portobello mushroom all on the barbecue it was unreal. Yeah, really, really good. Didn't taste like a burger, but. That's not the same, but I think that's good. That's how it to be honest, be I like. didn't. It was nice because the next day I didn't wake up like feeling like shit, mm. which I'd usually do after a barbecue because I tend to just eat lots and lots of meat. I don't understand the whole like making a, a vegetarian substitute that yeah, looks yeah, yeah. and tastes like meat. I don't understand it. Like, just there's there's better stuff you can do. You yeah. can do better than that. Do it like you know. Well, that, I could have got like, better. I could have got a corn burger, but I thought well, put a bell of mushroom with. Halloumi. Halloumi's great on a barbecue. Anyway, I'd always put halloumi on. Well, I, w- I wouldn't eat corn. So, like, I don't know why people would expect vegetarians just to eat it, just because they're vegetarian. I've eaten it, but I think if, if you're going to be a vegetarian, just eat vegetables. Don't eat stuff that's supposed to be like meat. Yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, get you know, it. If you want to, fair play, but... Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it, but... The stuff's just chemicals. It's, it's just chemicals and stuff, yeah, isn't it? it has Corn to be. I don't know. Vegetables are nice anyway. I quite like vegetables. I have no issue with that. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends on context. Yeah, depends. I don't think I'd go full vegetarian ever anyway. No, I don't think we would. We're not getting paid by Ben to advertise Little Blackwood, but it's just come to mind again. He's got that dish on the menu, uh, potato, potato, potato. Yeah. That looks insane. That looks no brilliant. meat on that dish, however. No, 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 but that's just a starter, isn't it? Is it a starter, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to try. <laughs> If we go, you can have... Well, actually, it's on the taste, of course, anyway, so we'd all try it. Yeah, I'd definitely have that. He said... Uh, was he gets the, there was a story behind the potatoes. He gets them from his family back in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sends them through, don't he? Yeah, yeah that's a great interview. You interviewed um, your man from Pinal's as well, Luke, didn't you? The head chef. Yeah, I did, yeah. That was cool. I yeah, mean, I was gutted I couldn't come on that. It's an awkward time for chefs trying to get interviews, though, because they yeah. can only do so many. Yeah, I mean... I, it's very, very much of a case of, I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he was really flexible and he was cool about everything, but he just, it had to be that day and it had to be that time or else it wouldn't have happened. I don't, don't want to rub it in too much, but, you know, when I kind of, st- when we like talked about doing this podcast, you know, when we were like half jokingly get, talking about getting it settled, I think we kind of were saying like, just imagine going to Pinal's or somewhere like that and, yeah, and interviewing the head chef, like how good that would be like, and what is it, five, four, five months in and we've done that, like, so, well, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, you have, yeah. It was a bit of a surreal moment for me. I was sitting there waiting because he went and got changed. Because obviously he had to work, couldn't just chill like I was. And there, uh, you were in the restaurant, weren't you? Yeah, we actually sat in the private, no, the private dining bit in the uh, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was perfect for this. And I sat there on my own, got everything set up, and had a little moment. And I thought, God, this is this is good. <laughs> Hit the big time. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> you know, I can never want to be too fanboy, but at the same time, like it, you got to appreciate when you meet people as talented as Luke. I mean, you hear it. I can't wait for everyone to hear it, but. Like just the people he's worked with is insane. Like hand and flowers, and mm. just he. I mean, he was there from ground zero when they first opened. Like, and there was like, I think he said there was four people in the kitchen. Jesus, or, or maybe even four members of staff in the whole place. I'm not sure, but it it was crazy. And then I think they got like um, two Michelin star pretty much like straight away. So you can just imagine how manic that was. And 
what that was like. So that that brilliant story there, and then him coming to Birmingham and meeting with uh, Glimpernow and working there. It's just brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And it turns out it's a local fellow, and he, he eats in a lot of the same kind of places where we eat. So that was <laughs> nice. Like, <laughs> fair yeah, it was play a r- now. really good day. It was really good. Like it, one of the main things that made me want to speak to Luke was his his ethos, his his work ethos, and how he believe how he believes a kitchen should be run. It's just brilliant. You hear him talking about how he's not there to do like the Ramsey f word, shouting and roaring, making kids cry, locking them in cupboards. <laughs> mm. He's not there for that. He's he's there to answer questions. He's there to kind of teach people and he had a lot of great advice I thought for a lot of young chefs and stuff like that. No, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yeah, I just asked you that like you knew but you weren't there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I asked the same question to all the chefs and Ben was the same as well when he yeah. was good. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about our crust buns. Oh, don't. You Rubbish. don't like them, do you? Rubbish. What? They don't taste nice. I don't understand. I am obsessed with hot crust buns. I mean. Not a fan. I'm sure we mentioned this last obsessed. time. I think, crust buns. I think I made um you oh, made a thing with bacon. No, yeah, hot crust bun, French toast. What a way to ruin oh, bacon, man, man. that was good, that was. The cinnamon running through it as well. Oh, no, 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 no. I, f- I thought I found the best. The sorted caramel hot crust buns. Chocolate sorted caramel from M&S. Superb. But then Aldi come along, out of nowhere, with these brioche hot crust buns. Put a layer of real Cornish butter. Takes an hour for it to go soft enough to spread. And even then it's hard as nails. But, yeah... Put that on top, brilliant. What made me want to cook that hot cross bun French toast is I'd been staring at the menu for uh, Early Bird Bakery for ages. Mm, it's your favourite place at the moment. Oh isn't it? man, like I, I'm so glad. If I was walking distance to Early Bird, I'd be there every day, hundred percent. It blows my mind. It, I sit in there and think this is King's Eve, and this is amazing. Like, I love that they they could have went in there and they could have done done it cheaper or. You know what I mean? They could have skimped, and yeah. they could have. They, they could have. They could have easily thought, "Oh, this probably won't work here," but they didn't, and they've done it exactly how they wanted to. And it's just, I've been buying like cakes and coffee off them for a little while. So then I got I had a Friday off work where we were going away, so I managed to get in there for brunch, and they gave us the specials, and I was happy to see the cinnamon roll, French toast, <laughs> Carl screwing up his face. I know that doesn't work on a podcast, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Came with burnt orange and a pecan brittle kind of thing on top. Mm, that sounds all right. With mascarpone. Oh, man. It was so good. Give me ideas. Swan says, because Mother's Day, I'll sell breakfast, I'll cook you anything you want. So last year I cooked her pancakes, even though I don't believe you should have pancakes for breakfast. And this year she wants French toast. You're right. <laughs> so now I've got to cook the best French toast I can find. So I'm looking at recipes at the moment. Yeah, French toast is fairly standard, though. It's quite easy. It's just sweet eggy bread, isn't it? Yeah, but I yeah, want to do yeah. something, take it up a couple of notches. Well, I'd go and have a word with uh, the lads from Early Bird because it's incredible. Or just take it to Early Oh, it's not open <laughs> on a Sunday. I don't know No, why. well, it's cook it and say it's from Connie and then we're away. <laughs> Sorted. I hope she's... Oh, no, this comes out after my birthday. Yeah, probably yeah. will, yeah. No. Yeah, two weeks, yeah. As you know, when I go to King's A for brunch, I've got into the habit now of having a brunch dessert. So I was happy that the other special was... You already have dessert as the main. So you have two desserts then? Uh, nah. Yeah, so the dessert was banana bread, obviously all made in-house. Honeycomb, homemade honeycomb. Uh, one of the creamiest panna cottas I've ever had. And mango. Oh, yeah. And a yellow, a sweet yellow pepper kind of puree, which is something I've never had before. Mm. And I was really like, 
don't know. This oh, like is bell gonna peppers. Taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I thought, I wonder what it's going to be like. And uh, I, the first thing I tried, I had to try it. Yeah, it was unreal. Really good. The sweetness came through brilliantly. But you think about it, it would work really like. Yeah, of course it would, yeah. It stood up well. I mean, with the um, mango being so sweet and everything else being so sweet. And then that was a little bit, yeah, that was really good. Great coffee. The first time I managed to use my, well, I remember to use my um, independent card. Oh, so we present. got 10% off everything. So that was banging. If anyone's listening and they haven't heard of independent, firstly, where the hell have you been? But secondly, have a look at it and get yourself one because you get wicked discounts in so many great places around Birmingham. You've been eating anywhere good? I went to, oh yeah, I went to Fiesta de la Sada in Shirley on Saturday. Yeah? Yeah, I've been there a few times on the show. I used to go to the one in Hagley all the time. I haven't got a bad word to say about the one in Hagley. Yeah, I loved that. And the first time I went to the one in Shirley was all right. And the second time it was it gone downhill. And this time was a Saturday night. It was really, really busy. But it's just the service was off, man. Really, like, it's put me off going there, to be honest. Don't get me wrong. No, the food is great there. Really nice food. Nice place. Looks stunning. And the one in Hagley, I've never had any issues. But, you know, it just weren't... I don't like saying bad things about people, but it really pissed me off how it was there. The Schwann steak was massively overdone. Hugely overdone. Looked yeah. like it'd been cooked all day. Mistakes like that happen. Yeah, which is fair yeah. enough. And we, we told them and they said, yeah, we'll take that off the bill. Go and get another one. It'll only be seven minutes. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. There's no issue with that. But then it took 20 minutes to come. Yeah. And we'd got in there and we'd been waiting half an hour for our table anyway, even though we'd booked. Then they'd messed the bill up at the end as well. And I was just like, which wasn't, the service weren't good. Don't get me wrong, the food, brilliant. Was it really busy? Yeah, it was really busy. I'll give them that. But at a steak place, there shouldn't be, even at requesting it, there shouldn't be a steak allowed out the kitchen in that state. Yeah. I mean, it was like brown leather. And this was a fillet tail as well. So you don't expect it super rare because it's got the bone, but yeah, it shouldn't be like just brown the whole way through. Yeah, I know, I know it's not exactly brand new, but hopefully it's just kind of little teething problems because yeah. obviously we, we like Lasanne and their other restaurants and... Yeah, the group as a whole, like yeah, Lausanne itself, I'm yeah, we truly one of the best places them, yeah. in town to eat. So I love it in there. We've got to write it off, hopefully, as TV. And I mean, I, I went there and I, I thought it was brilliant. I thought the food was really good. We, we actually, on the flip side of that, we experienced really good customer service because I think, I can't completely remember, but there just happened to be like, while my wife was finishing off the salad, there was like a little stone or something, just something kind of salad that, it might have even just been a hard bit of salad, but you know, it just put you off and obviously we just said to the waitress like we don't want anything like we just wanted to let you know you might want to like keep an eye on your salad just less rocks next time <laughs> but yeah they were so apologetic the manager was straight over i'm so sorry the chef came from the kitchen said listen i'm really embarrassed can i get you a dessert we said we said after a bit of polite but really thinking yeah god get us a dessert yeah <laughs> they we said okay we'll have a dessert so we were thinking like a dessert and then they came with every dessert off the menu. So it was like churros, panna cotta, everything. And that was really good. So it's all about how you deal with it, I suppose. Yeah, know? I just don't Hopefully think they've... Hopefully problems because I, I do don't... like them. Yeah, I, do. I just don't think they dealt with it very well. Yeah, especially Hagley Road. I mean, one of Hagley Road's like... Oh, it's stunning. Great place. It's one of the first places. If anyone ever re- asked me to recommend steak, it's definitely Fiesta, Hagley Road. Get yourself there. Yeah, Fiesta or Anderson's for steak. Yeah, and Anderson's, Anderson's actually, yeah. Which is yeah. really good, yeah. 
Anderson's. I never know what happened to the one. Remember, we went to the one. Yeah, they had another one, didn't they? Out yeah. towards Henley and Arden. Yeah, yeah. We had a great meal there. It was yeah, like, I don't know why it didn't carry on. Like. I didn't even realise about it. I went back there and it changed. It was like a chainy thing. And I was like, oh, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a bit rubbish. But so now, I don't think I've we eaten anywhere else. We in the covered wagon last week. That was good. I want to get onto the covered wagon, but I want to. I was saying to you before we started, we always like passing mention the covered wagon <laughs> and it's considering it's probably one of our favorite places we've never really gave it the um... i've eaten more there this year than i've eaten anywhere else other than my house yeah 100 percent. yeah so i think it deserves a bit more but i, I just want to get briefly on to um so we ha- we were invited up to uh, a new bar opening it was called 52 gas street so it goes along the canal back of broad street kind of way yeah so we were invited there for the kind of bloggers launch opening thing first time we'd ever done anything like that so we were quite excited uh, the bar itself it's quite nice it's fine isn't it it looks nice inside yeah it's pretty much what you expect of the area you're in to be honest yeah yeah we're probably not like completely our cup of tea it's not the top I mean, not I many thought... bars we would go up to there no, it'll probably do well, but I don't go up Broad Street. Yeah. It's not somewhere I go. If I go up Birmingham, it's to the JQ or Digbeth. Yeah. And then it gets, but then it got interesting because they're actually doing the old uh, street food pop up thing. So I think they're doing like street food takeover every week. And the week we went was, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, but it was, I think it was Via Gero, Via Hero. Have you got it wrote down? Yeah, I know the one. We did talk about it last time. I think we briefly passed that we were yeah. going to it. And, um, yeah, basically like a South American kind of taco a, kind a of... taco place, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, but not Mexican, like more Brazilian and... Yeah, lots some lads from Liverpool, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, down. nice lads in first. Yeah, I thought the tacos were really nice. I'll tell you what I did like was the... And I have no idea what it was called, so I'm sorry about that. But the little deep fried cheese parcel with the green chilli sauce. Yeah, 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 that, that was, was nice. really nice, that was. I could have ate... I could have probably done without the taco and just that loaded. Yeah, just, just give me a bowl like, of them. A bowl of them. Yeah, yeah. The taco was nice, but I'd say seven pound, and it was probably the size of the palm of my hand. Like, oh, but I haven't if got it was that big, I'd be surprised, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I mean, not that we paid for it. Like we we were invited, so it was given to us. But, but yeah, um, no. The, I mean, they need to relook. This isn't the the place, by the way. This is the street food place that came in. Like, there's yeah, a yeah. It's nothing to do with Fifty to Gastric. This is. Via Hero or Via Gero yeah. themselves. Um, well, taste, everything popular. tasted good, just really small portions. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get one taco for £7 and it's tiny. Yeah, I wonder if that was just because it was like for free, if it was a soft launch kind of thing or... I don't I'm know. not sure. We couldn't say, but... If they start coming down to Birmingham more and get to Digbeth Dining or... I'll definitely check them out again. Like I'll yeah, definitely yeah. go back just for that fried cheese thing. That was that was really good. Yeah. So then, yeah, it was kind of like run of the mill. And, but the only thing that really interests me is like I seen the week after that was with, um, is it Presta Cuba? Yeah, yeah. the one that's... Cub- Cuban sandwich. Yeah, yeah, well, I've had that. Yeah, Cuban sandwich is really nice. Yeah, I've eaten that. It's really yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, I love Cuban sandwiches. So then, and then the week after that was um, What the Cluck was the week, last week after that. And if you haven't seen them, Go have a look at them. It's basically uh, fries topped with fried chicken with like unusual toppings and stuff. On oh, top is this of that. what you texted me about the other day? No, nah, that's a different one. Ah, oh, right. I want to get to that one as well. But uh, yeah, that, that looked unreal. And it's not something that I've seen at any of the Digbeth Dines or anything yet. So, what interests me most top about fries? Oh, yeah, I've seen top fries, but not top fries, fried chicken on top fries. Like, you know what I mean? Ah, right. 
um, uh, the company themselves what the clock I haven't seen it do with darts so if the concept is 52 Gas Street's going to bring a few street food vendors that we've not necessarily seen at Digworth Dines or any of the other night markets or anything, then I think it's quite a good idea and it, it might bring me over to that side of town. There's nowhere else that side of Birmingham that's doing the street food thing, so it's quite good. Yeah. yeah I think definitely. it's interesting. Like, uh, Well, the thing is, to like break into the market now, place is going to have to start doing really different stuff because you can't turn up and just do burger and chips because no everyone will be like, well... I didn't come here for fucking burger and chips. Well, yeah, if you think you're on Broad Street, where are you going to go down to um, Aussie Bar and get their cardboard burger? I think um, uh, Bite Your Brum, uh, Laura, done a, a review about her, her food there at New Year's kind oh of time. God. Yeah, it looked dreadful. I don't go there. I don't go Broad Street. I'm grateful she done that so we didn't have to. <laughs> we did used to go the flapper a lot there back in the day, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. When but it that... used to be like, shut the door, shut the curtains, it'd be open till four or five. Yeah, yeah, but that's what makes me think. Like, it might do well because what's the alternative for food around there, you know? There's a good curry house. Well, I'll say curry house. It doesn't really describe it as a curry house. Is it the posh one? Pushka? Yeah, yeah. Pushka. Yeah, really nice that place is. Really good food. Not good, really good service. Pie, it's expensive, but I really, really like it there. I've been twice now and it's... When you say it's not a curry house, what do you mean? Well, I look at a curry house like something like you roll into pissed and <laughs> it's a bit, it's got the music on and it's, it might be a telly on in the background. I'd say like there's a difference between curry house and restaurant. Indian restaurant and curry house are two different things in my head. That's the thing that she sent me. Super Fry Guys, that was Super it. Super Fry Guys, that's them. And I... I've been staring at their food for ages and I've chatted to the lads a few times on their Insta. So they seem like real nice dudes. They're yeah. doing a pop-up. When is that? Yeah. Uh, 9th, 10th, 11th of May. Yeah, they're at the Breakfast Club yeah. on Bristol Road. So if you've not yet um, checked out, check it out. Other places I've eaten. I've, I went to see Morridge to see how she was getting on. Obviously past guest Naomi. Yeah, I keep I keep wanting to go there, but I'm never in town. Like I don't yeah, work in town, thing. so I don't. Like during the day, I'm not likely to eat stuff there. I think she's looking at doing a Saturday as well and doing like brunchy kind of things. So maybe she'll do her um, arancini balls that she was doing at Digbeth Dines, which were class. Oh, right. And uh, she's doing pancakes on a Friday now as well. So she might be opening a bit later. Yeah. Saying that, I'm going into town tomorrow. So I'm going to go for lunch somewhere. I'm going to meet Siobhan and go for lunch. But I really wanted to try Tiger Bites Pig. Definitely go to Tiger Bites Pig. Problem is, I'll end up ordering loads. So. Order everything. Yeah, just say one of everything, please. Yeah, order everything. Do yourself a favour, just order everything. Marriage is only open till 10 anyway, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going in. I can't find anyone to see Captain Marvel with me, so I've got tomorrow off, and I'm going to go and see it first thing in the morning. On your own? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Like, you don't need to get a picture of someone, because you just sit there by yourself anyway. Yeah, it's true. It's not like you're sitting there chatting. Well, some people do. Out, yeah. But that's why I get the everyman, because it's... The price puts people off, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely recommend Tiger Bites Pig. But Morridge, I had the salted date caramel, peanut butter, chocolate, and then, like, porridge. Yeah, really good. She puts the chocolate on the bottom and then puts the porridge on top and then the other toppings, just so the chocolate melts with the uh, heat of the porridge. Nice. And goes all the way through. Oh, man, yeah, so it good. It goes well for her. Seems really nice. Yeah, she's really cool. We, we really did get such... Um, Positive feedback from that last episode. Wicked. I had a little that little day out I had in town. I've tried to get to a few places. There's a few coffee shops I've been looking at for a little while. Really admire. I went to uh, Wayland Yard. Wayland Yard. Is that the one by the Chinese scent quarter? No, it's quite hard to explain where it is, really. It's, um, if you kind of, it's not too far from 
Great Western Arcade, actually. It's up that way. Um, I can't describe it. <laughs> the only Don't shop I can think of is there's a paddy power across the road. <laughs> so if you know where the paddy power <laughs> shop is. It's where the tram stuff, but yeah, I went in there for coffee, really good coffee. Uh, had massive food envy, but I'd already eat, eaten my porridge, so there was no way I could eat again. But I was kind of snooping at everyone else's food. Mm. And it looked really good. I had a few coffees in there, really nice. Checked out Faculty. I'd uh, been to Faculty, no. No, no. So I think no. that's in uh, Piccadilly Arcade. Just if you're in Tiger Bites Pig tomorrow, scoot across to uh, Faculty. They do lots of nice homemade cakes and. Uh, the coffee was really good. Really I bet good. you left town like tripping that day. Oh, I was buzzing. I must have had about six <laughs> cups of coffee. <laughs> Ran home. I was absolutely flying. It was the same day I'd done the interview with Luke, so I was like, I think mean, a bit nervous. Keep getting the coffees. That I think I had coffee at Penals as well. <laughs> Jesus. Did you get to sleep that night? Probably not. I think it was pancake night. <laughs> oh, God. I've had quite a few Five Guys lately. Yeah, I love Five Guys. I've got a thing for Five Guys. I really do like it. And I know it's like the dirty... Big chain. Dirty big C word, but... Yeah. I, I think, you know, when it comes to five, I don't give a shit, it's a chain, it tastes nice, you can pretty much order whatever you want. They do what I like, is thin burgers, and they put more of them on. I'd rather have two thin burgers than yeah, one big, yeah. thick burger. I think we went on that. Yeah, we've one. been on about that, but that's, like, they do it right. Yeah, it I'm tastes really good. Impressed. The fries have got the skin on still. I think the chains are like, there's good and bad, isn't there? Like, yeah. some of them are awful, some of them are really good. So, if it's really good, you can't really slag them. Like, you if know. I go into Solil and I'm having lunch in Solil, I'll probably get to five guys. Back to Ben, isn't it? What we were saying to Ben, there's not many great places in Solil to eat, to be honest. No, it's a bit slim pickings, to be yeah. honest, in Solil. Obviously, Tap and Tandor, I haven't tried it yet. I've been, because it's part of my Desi pub obsession. <laughs> It's all right. You can't. You're comparing everything to the covered wagon, though. Yeah, yeah. and it's nowhere near as good as the covered wagon, to be fair. Yeah, so five guys. I'd definitely rate it up there. I don't know if it's as good as OPM. I think OPM's still my favourite. Um, yeah, I've not tried Meat Shack. We were saying before the podcast started, we'd yeah, like to both yeah. try Meat Shack. That looks I would impressive. like that because that's next door to um, 1881. Yeah, yeah, which so. is really good. I got. Uh, did I tell you? I put it on the Instagram actually, so you do know. I got, you know, they were selling their own cocktails. Yeah, the, what, the bottle, the bottles, yeah. Yeah, I got the rum bullion one, and that was really, really nice. Did it do the job? Yeah, it was, it was absolutely stunning. Yeah? Yeah, I was really, really impressed. It's quite expensive for what it was, but tasted great. Yeah. I, I was just sitting there, putting in a big glass of ice, big ice cube. You'd imagine it's all premium kind of brands, though, and there's no, like, Glens or anything like that. No, getting into it that. was really, really, I was really impressed. Really impressed. Did you see they uh, released the classics version and afterwards, about two weeks after that? Yeah, I did, yeah. I've seen that. It looked all right. I can't remember what was on it, I think. Uh, it was old-fashioned old on there. Old-fashioned, yeah, what that's I what made order. me think of you. Yeah, old-fashioned. Yeah, the old-fashioned. The problem is I, I make a good old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't buy one when I've got, I've got all the stuff in the house to make a good one. Yeah, that's it, yeah. If you have the good whiskey and everything, then. Yeah. That's half the battle, isn't it? Chocolates from the wilderness. Sparking yeah, my yeah, jealousy. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were really good. I can't. I've still got two in the fridge. Been trying to save them. I got really pissed the other night and got back and started drinking. That was at the fiesta night. I decided to get really drunk after. I got in and I've got um, Nika from the Barrel Whiskey and I started drinking that. Next thing I knew, it was half two in the morning, watching <laughs> Machete on oh, fucking nice. <laughs> one of the channels. 
which is just a film that if you're in that type of state, you've really hard to turn off, to be yeah, honest. It's perfect. not a good film, but it's just perfect for what I was doing. It's very light viewing, like. And then I remembered I had them chocolates, and I was like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't remembered that. But no, they were um, white chocolate, orange, and um, whiskey. They special release for Paddy's Day. Yeah, J- Jameson's, wasn't it? Yeah, Jameson's. No I love Jameson's. 12. No, no, I love Jameson's anyway. Oh, yeah, we had the proper 12. Yeah, well, you the, didn't. I had the proper yeah, 12. Because we went down to Cheltenham, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Thursday. Same we do every year. Can't really talk much about the food of Cheltenham. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's literally eating just for the necessity, isn't it? Yeah. Although I did a little, good little buffet on the way back. Oh, yeah, actually, your buffet was good. What was them parcels? They were really good. Sp- yeah, spinach and ricotta. spinach and ricotta parcels. No, spinach and feta parcels. Oh, yeah, nice. They were good, yeah. I think somebody was texting about them afterwards the next day. Yeah, James was, yeah, he was obsessed with them. But no, um, yeah, Michael had... Because you can't get it in this country yet, Proper 12, which is, for people that don't know, Colin... Colin. Colin. Colin, <laughs> Colin McGregor. Connor. Colin, Colin. Colin McGregor's uncle, Colin. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> yeah, Conor McGregor's um, own made whiskey. Like his own one. And it's. He, Michael picked it up in Dublin Airport, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Gotta it's not to my taste. It's more of what I'd call like an American style whiskey, where it just. A little bit sweeter, a little bit smoother. Yeah, too smooth, too sweet. Yeah, oh, I think whiskey should have a bit of a make you wince a little bit <laughs> on the inside. Just like, oh, that's that's a whiskey. Like when I'm drinking whiskey, same with any spirit, I want to know I'm drinking it. You know what I mean? If you can neck it, then it's not a decent. You've bought a cheap spirit. What do you make of Alex Claridge's kind of battle with the Birmingham Mail? Did you see his latest one? Yeah, I've seen all this. What's the latest? Is this still on about the? Advertisement where he no, where he apologised. No, they've gone again now. They've um they've basically released a bit of clickbait, probably the best way to describe it. Just headline, uh I think it was six months out or yeah, I think it's six months after opening bar kitchen closes or something oh, like that. Oh I yeah. do know, yeah, they said it had closed and it hasn't closed. He's just redone it as yeah. I was supposed to go to one of the um not opening nights, but when you get them, you were going to get a discount here, soft Japanese, launch. Japanese, yeah. What's it called? I can't remember now. Yeah. But we couldn't get, um, we got, Shawana got us a space, but we couldn't get a babysitter, so we've had to give it to two of her friends. Oh, gutted for you. And I was really looking forward to that, because it's all Japanese food, and I really like Japanese food. But I definitely see where it's coming from, because when I'd seen it, I thought, oh, have they? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I didn't realise they're closed. And it's only when you read on and you realise, oh, they haven't closed. They've just decided to they're just doing a different. They, they were kind menu. of already halfway down that road, and they'd have just decided to go fully down that road. Well, I'd have thought with that type of place that the kitchen menu and how he is, there'd always be like every six months to a year, there'd always be a different type of menu or something else changing. Like it's that type of venue. Like if you had the same thing there permanently, I don't think it'd do too well. I think you have got to. It's the kind of thing where it, it could kind of do whatever it wants there, and that's what yeah, it wanted, it is, I it? think. Like, it's, I did think it was harsh to turn around and say it closed down. Like The article was pretty funny about it as well. Yeah, it was quite funny. I'd looked at it. But, and you know what? I did think like that's pretty harsh, but at the same time, we're talking about it. Alex, Every time Alex um, writes a tweet about it, there's about 20 to 30 responses and God knows how many retweets and stuff. So it's definitely bringing good attention. So it's, put it this is it way, one of them free publicity? Like Everyone knows that the restaurant's changed now. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what. Have you heard that? Well, uh, Nocturnal Animals has a new Japanese menu. <laughs> Obviously, because it's been all over Twitter. Well, we're fucking talking. About that, it. That's what I'm saying. Like, and even the same with the old uh, uproar over the the video. Enigma. Yeah, it, it it may have been a bit naive, but I don't. I, don't, I think it still think it was harmless. At the end of the day, they're two the two chef. Well, a chef and a, a cocktail maker. Yeah. Rolling around, I mean, the whole thing looked ridiculous. And if you took it seriously, you, at the same time, it, I just think people—it's definitely got people talking about it, and it's yeah. definitely come through as a good advertisement. So I don't know if you should be too mad at Birmingham Mail. No, but I suppose keep, keeps it going, doesn't it? <laughs> it works. Yeah, I, mean, I said everyone knows about it now. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's got me kind of wanted to try it a bit more. Even I didn't need much convincing anyway. But no, no, yeah, I said I was going. I'm gutted. I'm not going. Yeah, there. obviously I went for a weekend away in Bath. I put a little Instagram story up about it. It was nice to get away somewhere different. Yeah, it looked nice. Yeah, it was good. The, the little place we stayed was brilliant. Uh, it was called the Coach House. It's from the company stay in, uh, in Bath. Uh, they're about 10 minutes just outside the city and if you look out the windows it was full of greenery and stuff so it was quite nice having the good mix because you were at, you had the city 10 minutes away if you wanted it and the hustle and bustle and the tourists and the baths and all that and then not too long then and you were back chilling in your little cottage so that was nice and it was I gotta say give it up to um staying bath it, it really top-notch place uh, i didn't really have much on my list to kind of do, I wanted to kind of chill in Bath, but one of the things was obviously to see the Baths. I think it's criminal if you get to Bath and you don't see the Roman Baths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've done that. For kids, Neve kind of liked it for about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then it went on a bit. There was lots of, oh God, I'm sick of museums now, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Which I understood. I was that young once. And I wanted to try a restaurant called The Scallop Show. It was when I was looking for places to eat, obviously it's the first thing I do is look for stuff to eat. It's one one of the ones that was recommended most by everyone was this place called the Scallop Shell. Absolutely loved it. Mm. Service was a bit of a shocker, but I, I ain't going to dwell too much on that. Fuck them in there in Bath anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my thought anyway. But yeah, I just love the concept, and I re- it's something I really don't understand why we don't have anything in Birmingham the same. No, we're quite like you've got Birmingham Market sell all the fish, but just now like. Um, that's why I'm really excited about Oyster Club opening. Yeah, I'm hoping that's going to be the one because I want to see the menu. No, the menu's on the website now. Oh, is it? Looks fun. They've got like six or seven different types of oyster you can order. Not just like half dozen or dozen. It's like half dozen of this one. Half is it dozen just of oysters or all kinds of seafood? No, nah, no, nah, it's all like full menu. You can go there for a full like proper. It's not just. It's not just oysters like a full menu but the bar you can just sit at the bar and have oysters and guinness and that's all i'm interested in to be fair at the moment <laughs> i think that's what one of the reasons um Ad, chef adam stokes decided he wanted to do the whole concept was he said he wanted somewhere where you could sit down and have a proper meal or somewhere you could just sit at the bar and have a few points and a few oysters mate or a, a load glass of, of champagne yeah, and like, a few oysters a load of oysters and a load of guinness just takes me back to galway and i'm like yeah that's what i want yeah he didn't love that i just think we haven't got a proper seafood restaurant there's places that you can get seafood and it's good yeah, but, but no one's like exclusively just... yeah this place was just relaxed like it was don't get me wrong it was the decor was nice and stuff but it was very simple just fresh fish i think they did the menus every morning or something mm. It, You've got to live by the coast or near the coast for that type of stuff, really, ain't you? But do you really? Like, England's not that big. I mean, you can get from the sea to Birmingham in, what, an hour and a half or something? I know, but it's easier for a chef if, like, the fisherman is there in the morning and he just, yeah, like, walks in and hands it to him and he goes, right, I'll just do this then. 
and I know back to Ben, Ben was saying it was quite, it made fish quite expensive because we lived in Birmingham. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it, but still, I just, I can't help but think like if, if you had like a little, just a tiny little restaurant with maybe like a bar with high stores in the uh, fish market where people just like had simple stuff, like simple dishes, mussels and. Well, there's stuff in the indoor market. Yeah, but no, like somewhere proper, like where you can get cooked, <coughs> cooked like you could get like mussels and garlic and. What yeah, I know what you mean. It's all like fresh stuff. Like for anyone interested, though, the indoor market. If you want to go and just have some fresh mussels or crab or really good sushi, there's a nice sushi place on the indoor market. You can just go in, pull up a seat in a polystyrene cup of uh, fresh cockles and. Yeah, stuff that's like what this. I'm talking about. But at the same time, something hot as well, so yeah, you could get yeah, a, like yeah, a plate mean. of like hot mussels or. Some nice fresh, I don't know, just warm scallops, like, you know. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I'm sure there's something that could be done there. Like. No, it's just sort of seemed to be missing, uh, missing um, a really good fish restaurant. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully someone will hear this and open it up. <laughs> well, the one in Birmingham, the um, Oyster Club, that's got um, the chef that was on MasterChef Professionals. Do you remember her? Yeah, I remember her, yeah. Yeah, yeah she was impressive on that. So yeah, she was stuff, really Whatever good. she's going to do there, I can imagine it's going to be great. Yeah, that's the head chef there now. Yeah, she is, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I'm really, really excited about this place. Yeah, same as that. When does it actually open, do you know? No, no, I can't remember. It's, I don't think it's long now. Must be an open. Must have a look at that, actually. Somewhere we should definitely... Yeah, I'll be making a big line for it anyway. Yeah. Well, it's good if I want to go for a restaurant. It's a nice fish restaurant. And literally, like, Guinness and oysters, mate. It's all I'm interested <laughs> in. See, so wouldn't even need to be too complicated for Carl. Just Guinness and oysters. Guinness and oysters, I'm happy. Give me 24 oysters. I don't need the dinner then. I'll tell you the best seafood I ever had was we when we were on our lane Cornwall. I'm sure it was Mother Gissy. Rings a bell. And there was just a little like wooden shed on the pier. And they just sold whatever their fish, their little boat came came in with. Yeah, yeah. And you had to be there at exactly the right time. And I just happened to be there when they just landed. And they had uh, a line caught sea bass. Oh, man. It was like twice the size of any sea bass I've ever had. And, oh, man, it, I cooked, took it home to our um, little cottage and cooked it. It was incredible. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. I'm going to I'm a bit lazy with cooking fish as well. Like. It's quite intimidating fish. You, I mean, if you look at uh, Lap's uh, Insta and see the videos of him prepping, like, all kinds of octopus and squid and... Yeah. But that doesn't, and... like, if, you could, if I could get it easily, it wouldn't bother me. It's just a pain to get, like... If you want to get octopus, you can't get that. You're not getting octopus at Sainsbury's, you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd have to go to the market. And you got to get there early. You know? Yeah. You can't be yeah. asked to go into town and get fish. <laughs> oh, it's nice and it tastes good, but then I'll be like, oh, I've got to get up early. I'd rather not. Obviously, got the independent um, festival at the Bond, 18th to 19th of May. Yeah, you've asked me to, even though we're away. We're away, which is a shame because some of the lineup looks incredible. Yeah, it does look good, but. You know, we'll be, well, I'll be steaming in Ireland somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in Ireland. In Drogheda. Pinellas announced their opening in Coventry. Yeah, that'll be it's exciting. It was nice because I kind of knew about, we knew about that yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little we, while ago. Yeah, we did, yeah. We bumped into someone who lives in Coventry that yeah. really, she's really into her food, wasn't she? Yes. trying to think of words that not use the word food. <laughs> they were foodies. Someone who's into food, that's what I'm going <laughs> to use. But yeah, so that that's interesting. It's some old cathedral or some, some old kind of classical building, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, it looks like it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it looks like it's it. going to be really good, really good. So there's something to look forward to. 
Harbour Night Markets returns 4th of April. Looking forward to that. Obviously, our friends Ollie and the Brownie Bus will be yeah, there. Yeah, I'd never met it over there last, well, it, when it was all open, but I'm really going to try and make an effort to get down there this year. Yeah, same as that. I mean, it look, it's just really interesting, the, not just the food, but they've got all the independent stores and stuff there as well. Well, just Harbour as a whole. It's like yeah, quite good. Cool, it's a nice yeah. area. What's it? It's at the Green Man. Yeah, there's a few, yeah. There's, there used to be. There was way more pubs back in the day. Like, yeah, you could get a this, one, this is where crazy. this is, I think, in the car park of the yeah, Greenwood. Yeah. yeah. As I said, Brownie Bus, Patty, Freaks, Mako G's, Urban Barbecue. So it's definitely worth going and have a look. Yeah, all the big dogs are there. Yeah, they're covered right. And like, people are going to think we're obsessed by this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, we're not paid. To advertise, <laughs> we keep saying we're not paid as well. We're not paid to advertise. It's getting to a point where we say wagon. we're not paid that much. People are going, These fucking guys are getting paid. paid. We're honestly paid. not getting a penny to advertise Digbeth Dialing Club or the Covered Wagon because we absolutely mention it every single episode without fail. And we never actually talk about the actual food, we just mention that we're going, that it's good. That's it. Yeah, we just say how good it is and say we're off there now. Ta-ra. <laughs> yeah. So we don't, tonight we thought we'd say, oh, we might give you a little description of the kind of food it does and the whole feel. Just the place, yeah. It's yeah, so if you've never been to the Covered Wagon, it used to be just a kind of fairly standard kind of M&B chain. Shit kind pub, of, basically. Yeah, it was a local pub. It was, But the, the food was never, you wouldn't bother really nah. travelling there. It's about, what, five minutes outside Mosley. Yeah, it's on the Ardwood Road on the way. Yeah, in. so it's not too hard to get to or anything. It's definitely a local kind of pub, but it, it was taken over, what, about a year, year and a half ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it started to do all the old Desi Grill kind well, of it's stuff. It's a Desi pub, so it's yeah. just all Indian run, Indian food, and the food's just fantastic. They spent quite a lot of money on decorating the place. It looks good. Yeah, inside. it looks nice inside. They have the football on and everything, so there's a good bonus screens everywhere. Yeah, there's lots. Well, there's sort of a restaurant area that's sort of, sort of in two halves, the pub. There's yeah. like a restaurant bit that's got no f- thing, no football on. Yeah. And then you've got the pubby part at the front and you can see the screens and it's perfect. But you, you can order food at both. Like, yeah, you can have food anywhere, yeah. But the food itself is... Absolutely, the quality is fantastic. Like, I always have a mixed grill. Yeah. Well, they said that last time we ordered our own individual bits, don't we? Yeah, so we tend to get the uh, the wagon mixed grill. And if you've listened to us before, you no surprise, we choose the biggest one. Yeah. And it comes with um, chicken tikka, lamb. Oh, yeah, it's, it's got everything. Everything you'd chops. expect to have it on fish yeah, bacora, though. Fish, the fish bacora is brilliant. Wings. Wings. You don't eat wings. I'm not really a fan of wings, which is good oh, for Carl really, because yeah. Carl sits there and eats all of the wings. <laughs> I'm not joking. You get like 30 wings on it. Like... <laughs> I feel like a challenge, like a wing challenge after I've done all that meat because they're on the bottom as well. Yeah. So I've eaten everything else and there's just a big pile of wings. I'm like, well, I'm not leaving wings. They're the the lamb sheesh. I think it's 14 or 15 quid for that big one. And me, me and Carl, two big lads, we share that. Yeah, we get other stuff as well. Though. Yeah, but we would, and then we tend to get curry, curry. chips. I always let Carl choose the curry because I'm one of them people that sometimes can play it safe with curry. I'm just ordered a set. If I find something I like, I'll probably order it all the time. So it's quite nice to let Carl do the choosing. Some yeah, we've had some good curries there, man. Like, if you didn't want to mix, it's not like don't want people to think it's just mixed grill. You can go there, and the curries are fantastic. Like we had uh, the lamb sag last time; that was good. I was really impressed with the lamb sag. I've never the, had that before. We've had the paneer sag the time before. That was good. The, I've had a dal. They're, the dals are really nice there. I'll tell they're you what, the, the, um, the paneer probably was, I don't know if it's 
better than the lamb, but it's definitely as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love paneer curries. I definitely wouldn't be disappointed if I went there and I said, oh, we don't have lamb. We can just have paneer. I'd say, sound, yeah. No, I'll cook And you had that starter last time we went as well. Which one? Was it just, um, oh, was I'd... it tikka paneer no, or um, just chilli paneer? Chilli paneer. That was really good. Nice. That was really good. Very hot, but it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the same sauce. They do a chilli chips and it's just like chips covered in chilli sauce. I mean, like... Coated, each chip is coated in chili sauce. Proper chili sauce as well. Not for the fight-hearted, like, it's yeah, good you stuff. Have, if I'm having a few drinks and I turn up there, then, yeah, I'm, I'm having that. The, the booze selection's really good as well. Yeah, it is good. They've got good, really good selection of whiskies. They've got Ubu on tap. Yeah. You can't beat Ubu's. It's, like, fantastic. Cobra Lager, which goes well with all Probably the, the biggest selection of vodkas I've ever seen in a pub. Huge selection yeah. of vodka, yeah, yeah. They do it right. I mean... Whoever's running it, fair play to them because they've they've definitely nailed it. Everything's brilliant. Their Instagram, I'm really jealous of their Instagram. Well, their videos I, are I good because they show they're clever. They show them making the food, yeah. and how they do it all from yeah, scratch, yeah. and oh, really clever. It makes me hungry every time I look at that. If I see there's an Insta story up from Covered Wagon, I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry before I've clicked it to watch it. <laughs> no, they're and Carter's staff dinners. But the last time we, we went, obviously I got we picked two starters each and then had the but got it all together and had the curry. Just ordered a big selection of fill the table, don't we? I think but it's I, on the. Insta. There's nothing I've had that wasn't that wasn't bad. Like everything I've had there has been just really, really good. I make really a point good. of every time I go in there ordering at least one thing I haven't Different. had before. I had and the I, prawns, the sizzling prawns. Yeah, they were oh, really good. I could have just set them on their own, like just. If you just give me a big plate of that, that'd be fine. Yeah. I haven't come across a bad, anything bad yet. Not the lamb chops. Big juicy lamb chops. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. Best naan I've ever had. Yeah. Really good persuarinaan. Yeah. Like pillow. <laughs> I mean, you just need a week where we try, because you haven't tried hardly any of the Desi pubs, have you? Yeah. I mean, we said even after last week's interview, when we were in Mosley, we thought, we'll go somewhere different, you know, and we'll try somewhere different. But I I just it's gone on the time had gone on time had gone on but I just thought you know what how can we go somewhere else (laughs) I love that place yeah (laughs) don't get me wrong there's ones like all the ones in town are good I'm missing one off the list now in Birmingham that's just the Merry Maid yeah I've I've got a few to work through yet but if they're anywhere near as good as the Covered Wagon I'd be very surprised yeah well the ones on a par with Covered Wagon are the Cake and Grill that's great Around the back of um, fell out of my head for some the mailbox, the mailbox. and um, hen and chickens. Can't forget the hen. I've been there a lot recently, actually. The hen and chickens. Yeah, yeah, I've been there quite a bit. Just to really, rub it in, I've never been there. I think. No, you, that's. I think that should be the next one we try. I think it's quite nice that they take pubs that probably weren't doing the best, and yeah. then all of a sudden they give them a makeover. They're putting some really good food, changes it up a little bit. Yeah, the station in Kings Eve actually is a um, dirty pub as well. Now is it? Yeah. Well, that's another yeah. one. So there's another one on the list. I wouldn't say it was Desi sort of pub. They do sort of mix grills, don't yeah. they? And the um, summer house, the old um, Shaftmore. Yeah. No, they're, there, they're but... taking off and they, they should be taking off because if every pub was like that, I don't think I'd complain. No, they're brilliant. Really good. As I said, whoever's done the uh, covered wagon, hats off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, do, we'll do a special on Desi pubs. We just need to make sure you get some more because I said I'm only missing Merry Maid now and I've heard that's one of the top top ones so I just wanted to chat a bit more tonight about Covered Wagon because I feel like we do it such an injustice 
we've kind of teased you all and told you all a little bit about it and never told you anything about it really yeah so. just go order anything because i've had loads of different stuff off it and i had anything badger it's all been fantastic yeah, it's not dear or anything either like now it's really cheap yeah, and they yeah. come out with the tins and you can take whatever you don't eat home which is use, useful for us because i usually over order massively I don't know, I don't, them tins are never really that full. <laughs> no, they're not super full, obviously. I'm still a greedy fucker, but... <laughs> right then, folks, I think that's about everything we kind of had to chat about, really. Yeah, I think that's us done. Lovely. Until next time. See you later, guys. See ya. Well, that's that. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review our podcast. This really does help us. Yeah, it really does. Even if you could just help by recommending us to a friend or a family member, helps to get our name out there. If you haven't yet seen our blog, go check it out. It's where you can find all our show notes, restaurant reviews, and other food ramblings. The website is www.breakingbreadpodcastuk.blog. Also, go check out our social media. Our Insta is full of pics of food. Also, feel free to leave comments. We love hearing from you. All the links to our social media and our guest social media can be found in our show notes. Thanks Thanks again for listening. Until Until next time, take care. care.